radio show brought to you by WomenAboutBiz.net, empowering you with the tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Hello, ladies. This is Trina Newby, your host and business success coach, broadcasting to you live this beautiful day and, as always, bringing you inspiration, motivation, and ways to make your business, your dreams, and your ideas a huge success. Ladies, I trust that you all had a fantastic weekend so far, and you've been been ready since Sunday, right, to be extremely productive this week. Now, here in the U.S., this week is cut a little short because it is uh, Memorial Day uh, weekend extended until this Monday, which is a holiday. So, again, um, um, in the U.S., Basically, Tuesday through Friday is going to be the week, but many of us are still working on this Monday as well. And, of course, we are memorializing and remembering all of the veterans who fought for our freedom, for our country. Uh, so um, so thankful. I'm very grateful uh, for all of those men and women that have gone before us. I'd also like to mention my auntie, uh, Alice Bird. Um, she was one of the first females in the U.S. Navy, and um, very, very interesting story there of how she actually joined the military and then uh, actually went to New York for what was considered back then her boot camp, right? And it was actually held at a college in New York where she, along with a few other black women, again, were the first black women to be in the military. And so uh, I definitely am going to be putting out some links on that today on Facebook and just uh, so appreciative and grateful for all that she did as well to pave the way. So here we are towards the end of the month of May, right? We're almost at the halfway point of 2022. How about that, right? We've been through so much. We've been through COVID. We've been through, on a worldwide basis, we've been through uh, the Ukraine um, issue. We've been through uh, mass shootings. We've been through so much in the United States and around the world. And it can put a damper into what you are trying to do for your business. It can make you feel um, somewhat in a situation where you're not sure which way to turn um, or go because so many different things happen, right? But as CEOs of our companies, we have to stay the course. We have to keep ourselves focused and we have to keep ourselves moving forward. And in actuality, uh, these times that we're dealing with right now are, are times that are causing people to have deep thoughts on where they are in their life and what they want to accomplish and where they want to go. And I know it has for me and it has for many of my business associates, my clients. And so use this time, use all of the things that are going on around the world, in our country, uh, maybe in your local community, your city, all of the things that tend to impact you from the outside. Use these things to give you encouragement to live your purpose right, to move forward, to make some things happen in your life. So very, very, uh, very important that you understand that. It is time, ladies, to boss up 
Absolutely. And that is what we're going to be talking about today as we put closure to our overall monthly theme, clarity and consistency, two vital keys to your success. We're going to put put closure by talking about it's time to boss up. And I'm going to be sharing with you some of my thoughts on what does it mean to boss up? What should you be doing? What should you be doing to get your business and yourself, your thought, your mindset to the next level? What is it? What needs to happen? And so we're definitely going to be talking about that on the show today. It is not too late to go ahead and flash over on another line and text someone that you know needs to hear this information today. Again, we're putting a closure on our May theme, clarity and consistency to vital keys to your success. And we'll be talking about today, it's time to boss up. Yeah, you got that right. It's time to put on your big girl panties. It's time to um, really live your full potential, right? It's time for you to make some things happen in your life. Here we are, halfway point, and it's time for you to declare, proclaim your purpose, and to then take swift and immediate action to start doing the things that you know you need to do as the boss of your business. So again, our topic for today is time to boss up. Okay, let's go ahead. We're going to have several things on the show lineup today. Five new questions of business leadership, right? And we're also going to be having an excerpt from the book Living With Your Purpose by Miles Monroe. Again, Living With With Your Purpose by Miles Monroe, From Thought to Action. Uh, And of course, we are going to continue to talk about, you know, clarity and consistency and why it is so very, very important, right? Definitely so. And, of course, on last Monday, I had mentioned a grant, and I was so upset with myself. I forgot to mention it to you guys, but what I did, so I turned right back around after the show, and I and I text everybody the link to um, the, the Fast Break grant that was um, being you know, put out by, um, who was it? It was the WNBA, it was LegalZoom, uh, it was uh, the National Basketball Association. Um, they, they had come together to divvy out approximately $6 million in grants, and the grants were being given out in segments of uh, $10,000. A lot of people didn't know about it, but I kept pushing the information out there. I did, and actually did a video. I did a presentation. I sent you guys links via text. Uh, so I tried to get that information out there to you as, as much as I could. And several of you texted me back and said that you were indeed going to um, apply for the grant itself. But I do want to, at this time, just briefly talk about some of the qualifications of the grant and something that we have to pay a close attention to. Um, Because I think as women, we have a tendency to miss opportunities because we have not yet set the foundation or prepared our business as we should have, right? And we really need to be taking a long, hard look at the legalities of our business, and have we set the finances properly, um, the financial um, platform properly for our business. We need to be looking at all of these things because the grant clearly stated that you either had to have a business license or be incorporated, right, Um, or have a doing business as certificate from your local city or state. 
And then it also required you to have a business checking account. It also, um, you know, required you to have a tax EIN number as well. And they were going to require you to show proof of, of business activity with your checking account. And for those that were new businesses, I think they gave some other criteria so that you could still qualify. But the point is, is that unfortunately, there are still a large number of women who own businesses that do not have their foundation set up, okay? They don't have um, their business checking account set up. They don't have their um, business license their, or they haven't been incorporated. They don't have their tax and They don't have any of those things. They don't have a bookkeeping system. And all of these things are so vital. They are so necessary when you're talking about laying the foundation of your business. And so I want to encourage all of you who were not able to take advantage of this grant simply because even though you may have had a business going on for two years, three years, four years, five years, um, you weren't able to take an advantage for the uh, for this grant simply uh, because you were eliminated right off the bat because you didn't have a business license or you were not incorporated. And then and then as you read down the qualification list, it, it just continued to disqualify you from simple things that you should have done a while back. So I want to remind all of you of the importance of laying your business foundation, selecting your business model, and making sure that you have a business checking account. And before you get or are allowed to have a business checking, you first have to have either a business license or you have to get incorporated as an LLC. And then you have to get your tax EIN number. Then you can go get your business checking account, right? These things are vital. They are very, very important. And as the CEO of your company, and this is what we're talking about uh, today, later on, so we're going to be talking about bossing up. We have to be real with our business, and sometimes our business isn't being real with us. We are not getting it to the place that it needs to be because of our mindset, where we are in our minds. I've talked to a lot of women who feel, oh, well, no, I don't, you know, I've been running the business for two years, but it's just a little thing on the side. It's just a little business. And so I, I haven't really gotten a business license or incorporated or did any of those things. And yet, what they don't understand is that you could be, first of all, paying more taxes than you should be because of the business model that you're in, which is no model, right? Um, and then you're not able to take certain tax breaks maybe because you're not incorporated, right? And so it's just so important for you to know these things. And I highly encourage you guys to schedule a power talk with me to discuss your business model. Uh, as far as legalities are concerned. Now, I must put out a disclaimer. I am not an attorney. I am a business consultant of 30-plus years, and I've been around a long time. So I can at least point you in the right direction so that you can talk with an accountant, so that you can talk with an attorney if you need to about 
incorporating your business. What I can do is that I can get you up to par on the various choices and the know-how so that you can get up to speed on what you need to do for your business to set the, the foundation of it, right? Very, very important. The other thing I think is key also for you to know, it's not just about the grant that I mentioned, not being able to qualify or pay for grants, uh, I'm sorry, qualify for grant for grants, but it's also about not being able to qualify for a lot of other things that are out there as well, right? When you're in business, you really need to separate your personal monies, your personal checking from your business checking, from the um, expenses that your business is making. You really need to have a really good bookkeeping system. And if you have been running your business for a while and working in it full time, and you don't have these things in place, then you really don't have proof, right? You, because what's proof to creditors, what's proof to mortgage companies when you're trying to utilize the monies that you've made from your business uh, to validate that you have income coming in? What's real proof is your IRS tax um, returns. Right, they're going to want to see your past tax returns to validate that you are indeed making the the income that you say you are. Right, and so many times, if you've been running your business for you know two, three years and or more, and you don't even have those things because you haven't been you know you haven't been filling out your taxes, you haven't been doing all of those things that you should be doing. What happens is that you cut your own self out of things that you want in life. It's difficult to apply for a loan to buy a new home uh, when you can't prove that you're indeed making the income. So it doesn't matter whether you're making the money or not, right? If you're passing the money through and you're just spending the money, but you're not paying your taxes um, and, and you haven't filed those taxes or you don't even have a bookkeeping system, then it's like it's starting over from ground zero. You have to start literally over from ground zero. Uh, and then on top of that, if you want to claim those years that you didn't file your taxes, you'll have to work with an accountant to back file for you so that you can claim them. So you have, and, and you have to be very careful there because you can get penalized and other things can happen um, as well, such as uh, being audited by the IRS. So again, this is why you need to do things right from the beginning, okay? Now, I often tell my clients, wait for about 90 days before you get a business license, before you incorporate or do anything, um, oftentimes because they are not yet settled in their business, and I want to make sure that they, they are doing what they want to do, okay? Um, but most of the time, if you can, you should go ahead and you should get incorporated. Uh, LLC is a really good format to choose, but there are other formats based on your industry and the type of business that you actually have. And of course, again, as a disclaimer, I'm not an attorney, but I certainly have been in this business world for 30 years. And so far, what I have recommended has been point on. And so again, um, schedule your power talk. Talk with me, ladies, about setting the foundation of your business. So very, very important. I want to go ahead right now. And I want to cover the five new questions of business leadership as we, you know, as we put closure to our theme for all this month, clarity and consistency, 
two vital keys to your success. We've been talking about clarity and consistency in different ways and why it's so important for you as the owner of your business to, to, to literally always be in tune with your vision, what you want to experience in your business, to have clarity on the goals and different things that you set, right? And today, of course, we're going to be talking a little bit later on in the show about Boss Up right? We're going to be talking about why it's so very, very important for you to recognize the time that you're in and why it is time for you to boss up. I believe that you should not go one more year not having accomplished your business goals, the things that you purpose, the things that you want to do. So that is extremely key, right? Let's go ahead right now and cover five new questions of leadership. These are five questions that I announce every single Monday of the show, and it stays the same all throughout the year. But I can guarantee you that as you ask yourself these questions, if you are growing your business, if your business is moving along, then your answers are going to change with these questions, okay? Here's question number one. What's your functionality today? What's your functionality today? Ask yourself that question because I have been asking myself that question every morning since since that question was conceived. Trina, what's your functionality today? Are you a procrastinator or an action taker? Okay? Procrastinator or action taker. You see, you have a choice. You have a choice what you want to be at in your business, what what you want to function as, even if you're tired, even if there are things in your way, even if there are things going on in your life, in your business, you have a decision. It is totally your choice as to whether or not you're going to be the queen of action or that you seem to be choosing to procrastinate. There may be things going on that you've got to work through. Okay, but to thine own self, ladies, be true. Question number two, are you on target with your sales and profit goals for this week or month? Hopefully on Sunday, you were able to take a little bit of you time and you were able to look at your calendar for the week and ask yourself what it is that you want to have accomplished by Friday. Of course, this is a short week here in the U.S. because of our recognition of Memorial Day, and so some of you are taking off. So Sunday was a really good day then because it's a week cut short. So many things move quickly uh, through the week. So some of you should have been looking at, all of you should have been looking at your calendar and looking at what it is that you wanted to accomplish by that week. In, which is this Friday or Saturday, right? So it's very key for you to know that because then you have to back up and look at what are the activities in your calendar relevant to what it is that you want to accomplish. You might be surprised to learn that all of those things you have written down in your planner are not even relevant to what you're saying that you want to accomplish for the week, right? And we know whenever that happens, it means that your chances of accomplishing what you say you want to do are very slim to none, okay? Um, And so here's number three. What offers do you need to create to reach your sales and profit goals? What offers do you need to create? You can't just say that you want to have a $3,000 week or a $5,000 week. You can't just say that. You've got to know what what is contributing to that. What is contributing to that? 
Do you have your marketing strategy in place, which includes uh, your promotions, possible landing pages that are calling people to take action on either a a free offer or a low-cost offer, something to get people moving into your tribe so that they get to know who you are, that allows you to build that credibility through your marketing? Do you have that in place? And then number four is just that. Is your marketing strategy in place, right? You do have one, ladies, right? Do you have one? I want you to answer that, yes or no. It's no in-between. Yes or no, you can actually print off a marketing strategy, yes or no. Because if your answer right away was no, it means that you need to be scheduling a power talk with me to at least get some direction on, on getting that going, right? And you can schedule a power talk with me simply by going to womenaboutbiz.net and then clicking in the top menu bar, coaching. And when you get to the coaching page, you, you right at the top, it has um, Power Talk information. And then you can also, even if you go to womenaboutbiz.net and land on the homepage, just scroll down a little bit. And the Power Talk information to schedule your free coaching session is right there as well. And I don't have to tell you guys, you know, I, I'm the real deal. Uh, no fluff in this session. It's a real session that I charge $125 flat fee for. So this is at no cost to you if you've never had one. Each year I give one free to every businesswoman that requests it, okay? And then even on the show, if I'm talking about particular things, I it, then again extend another power talk if it's about a specific subject. Okay, so I want you guys to take advantage of that. Learn to leverage the talent and potential of others and stop procrastinating. Be a woman of your word with yourself. Take action, okay? And in, in marketing strategies and within that area, there are four other things I need you to be focusing on, right? Because you have to look at how am I going to incorporate social media into my marketing, and social media is a very important piece if you know how to use it, right? But what it doesn't mean is stand on the computer all day long, clicking, 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 um, and haphazardly put, putting out posts with links that you're not even ready for because you've never created a workflow or a pipeline strategy on what happens uh, from the beginning of somebody connecting with you until the end. If you haven't created all those things, then it's a problem when you put that cart before the horse and put information out there, but you're not ready to receive it. Social media is powerful when you know how to use it. And then, of course, advertisement. You, you know, at some point, organic uh, marketing is very good, and I think that should be the first step to work towards is organic marketing. For those of you that are not familiar with the term, organic simply just means that you're not paying for any advertisement, that, but that you're putting um, real information out there from you uh, to attract people to what you have to offer. Organic works, but it works over the long haul, so it takes time to build up your reputation and credibility on the social media platforms you're using, okay? And then email sequences are so very, very important. Email sequences are all of those communication pieces, whether it's an email, um, a text, it's all of those sequences really that are 
that are key and essential to communicating to someone who's just connected to you or to your tribe, those individuals that follow you and have signed up for a free membership or to stay connected, right? And then videos. Videos are very, very important. Uh, We're realizing now that you know, videos will get you seen and heard on the internet uh, maybe five to seven times more than just putting it out there on a social media platform, right? And YouTube, of course, not enough small business women are taking advantage of having their YouTube channel. And even if you do have a YouTube channel, is it really set up right? And so you need to be taking a look at all of those things. And last but not least, number five, in the five new questions of leadership on a scale of one to ten, What's your belief level? Again, on a scale of 1 to 10, what's your belief level? Now, yeah, you can measure your belief by the results that you get, by the activity that you take. Your belief level is tied directly to your actions. If you're taking action, you should see your goals being accomplished, your to-do items marked complete on your checklist if you're taking action, right? So you are able to measure where you are. It doesn't matter if you say, hey, I want a successful business. That's just a blanket statement. That's a very broad and general statement, and there's nothing wrong with that. But what does success really mean if you haven't broken it down to know what it looks like and you don't know the actions that you should be taking every single day? Then it just becomes beautiful words without any action, right? Right. So you know whether or not you're taking swift and immediate action. And it's not, belief is not a sometime action. It's an everyday consistent action. Okay? Very, very important. So there you have it, ladies, five new questions of leadership. Ask yourself these questions as often as you need to, as often as you need to, honey, in order for you to hone in on your leadership skills and to develop the business that you know you can so that you can start accomplishing your goals, so that you can start living the lifestyle you so desire and have. It is 12.25 after the hour, and you are listening to no other than the Successful Woman Radio Show. I'm Trina Newby, your host. I am your success coach and founder of Women About Biz, and I'm just so glad that you're here with me today. And again, for those of you that are working full-time jobs, but you're taking this Memorial Day off, ooh, girl, kick your shoes off, get in a bubble bath, relax, enjoy the day, and be grateful for the rights and the privileges that we have in our country and for all of those men and women who fought for our freedom. So very, very important. And many of us have relatives. Many of us have individuals that we need to pay tribute to, uh, that we need to definitely thank. And so a lot of people get Memorial Day and Veterans Day confused in the U.S., but of course Memorial Day is indeed memorializing and remembering those who have lost their lives and who have gone on um, before us to pave the way for more freedom. And again, we in the United States thank all of those individuals, definitely so. Um, I want to also remind all of you that pay attention to the Women About Biz event section as we're coming up with new events and different things happening um, in June. 
we plan on bringing around the I Am Worthy Challenge. I'm adding some new things to it, tweaking it. Uh, so we're planning on bringing that around. I am going to be holding an open forum to discuss the Worthy Challenge um, because I think a lot of women don't know it's important. They don't understand the seeds that it's sowing in their lives. And, and I have to continually look at myself and say, what am I not saying? What am I not, I not doing? Because here I am every single day. I'm, I'm manifesting things in my life. I'm with, witnessing firsthand things in my life every single day from consistently practicing the seven powers of purpose. And I keep telling the ladies, I keep trying to share with them how to do this. But what am I not doing to get across to them the importance of the I am worthy challenge? Why is it that some women fizzle out and don't do that last day, which is pivotal, which is to create their vision sheet, pasting the pictures, representations of who they are and what they want? Why is it that a lot of the women don't want to answer the questions in the workbook and work through that every single day. Um, and so I pray about that because I know that God has given me a challenge for myself. He has charged me with showing you ladies how to actually manifest. This is a supernatural power that you can use to get the things that you want in life. In my opinion, um, they need to be righteous things, things that enhance your life, that enhance your family's life, things that help others, bless the lives of other people. But the power is there. The power is there. And I just want to point this out because I had a teenager to ask me this question. She says, "Miss Trina, why is it that so many um, people doing wrongdoing are so wealthy in this world? Why is it that so many people who are evil and so many people who don't care about others, why is it that they seem to be the ones all the time that have a lot of the money? They, they make so much money. It just seems to be unfair. And this was a, this was a young lady in a program that I used to, used to teach where I helped young ladies to understand what visioning is and why it's important for them to have a vision and how to set their goals. And this young lady walked up to me personally and asked this question of me. She caught me off guard, and I thought about it long and hard. And I understood what was behind the question. What was behind the question was a young lady who lived in um, go uh, government housing, a young lady whose mother was struggling with five kids. She was the oldest. A young lady who, who had purpose in her heart to have certain things that she wanted as a teenager, but was never able to have those. A young lady who saw so many other people accomplishing things in life and, you know, becoming financially successful, being wealthy, but yet nobody reaching back to help her or her family. And I, I, I know the, the tears and the pain that I saw in this young lady's eyes, and I said to myself, how do I answer this for her? How do I answer this for her? And I have to be transparent and say that I gave the an answer. And, but it was too general because at the time that she asked me that question, I was in my late 30s and had yet not lived enough life to really understand myself, why is that? 
But you see, now I understand it. Now, uh, being at the age of 60, I truly understand the answer to that question. Why is it that some people who are evil in our world or seem or appear to be wrong uh, as to what, how they treat other people, they seem to not be a righteous person or, or they, they seem to not really care about humanity or life, or life itself, how is it that all of these people are able to, and many times, be successful and wealthy and achieve a high level of success at that? What, what is it? And I'm here to tell you that the answer is that God put in all of us, he did not distinguish anything. He put in all of us the ability to, to, to live a fruitful life, to be abundant. In all of us is a spiritual realm that we are able to vision. All of us have the capacity to bring from our spiritual realm all of those things that we think of and purpose to do. We, can, we all have the capacity to bring them into the physical world and write it down and make it plain. We all have that capacity. We all have that capacity to become queens and kings of our empire. We all have that capacity, but yet, we don't because of the belief level that we have. We don't because of the pity that we have sometimes amongst ourselves or upon ourselves that we actually have a tendency to put all the wrong things in our subconscious mind that keeps sabotaging us, right? So the answer to that young lady's question is, is that, baby, God made all of us equally. He didn't give something to one that he didn't give to the other. We're all born, and we all receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. We all receive the gift of a spiritual mind or soul. We all receive the gift to transfer it out of our spiritual realm into the physical world. We all have that ability, and we all have that ability to take a, a swift and immediate action. We all have that ability to live the purpose that we have declared. We all have that ability, but sometimes we get in our own way. And yes, even those people who are evil and are not righteous, they tend to not even love other people or be kind, or sometimes those type people do reach high levels of financial success. Why is that? Because they had the same opportunity that you had. God is not a distinguisher of people. Each person has their own abilities, and while there are some people who commit sin or do wrong against others, their day of reckoning is coming, right? But for the most part, we are all human beings living in this world. We all have those same abilities internally. Now, yes, while we live in this physical world, there are some of us born to a disadvantage. We were born in a poverty set uh, family. Uh, we were born living in government housing and not having as many advantages as someone living in a wealthy neighborhood, going to a better school. Yes, there are those physical disadvantages, but we can overcome them when we learn to use our spiritual mind and we learn to transfer those things. And so I am on a mission. God has put me on a mission to show women in particular 
how to use the power that you have to claim the purposes in your life and to move forward by taking swift and immediate action, how to have the right kind of belief. He's helped me to understand how to put the, the levels of belief into words so that you understand exactly how to tap into your spiritual realm, bring it from there into the physical realm, which starts the point of manifestation. So today I can answer that young lady and all women who ask me, how do I do this? How do I make it happen? I'm making it happen every single day. And any days that I don't prepare my mind for greatness, any days that I don't put my guard up and, and, and I don't prepare my mind in a way that I'm not going to let other people come into my mindset and turn it around to the point to where I'm, I'm feeling, woe is me. I can't even take action. I can't even do anything. The day that I do those things, that's the day that I have to only blame myself. I have to put myself in check. So many of you listen to Successful Woman Radio. Many of you listen to the show. I tell you all the time what the show is about, why I do the show, why I give this meaty information, why it's so important. And it is because I love you. I love the fact that God created the female, the woman. We have so much power. We have so much that we have to worry about that we were gifted with being born as female. We can smile and we can rejoice and we can be glad that we are female because, you see, we have abilities that men don't have. We have the ability to do so much. We are the idea thinkers, the creators. We are the, we are the women that can handle multiple tasks when we really do need to be doing that. We are the ones that are with the right to birth children. We have been gifted with the ability to nurture. Even if we haven't had kids, we still have mother instincts. We have been, we have that ability to nurture. We have that ability to have emotions, and sometimes having emotions is good, but sometimes we have to know how to put our emotions in place. So we have been a gifted being, and we have to recognize that and be glad and rejoice in that. And at the same time, we have to understand and know that we are powerful, that we were created in God's image, and that we do have the ability to manifest those things that we want. And I feel that is my mission to share with women how that can happen because I'm doing it. I'm a living testimony. I'm doing it every single day, no matter what goes on in my life. I have Crohn's disease. I've had two breast lumpectomies. I've had three uh, intestinal resections. I've had to heal with my gut open for almost a year, laying flat on a sofa in my living room when I was younger. I mean, there are so many things I have gone through in life. Starting out when I was born, I was born premature, and my mother was given a medication, which made me sterile. It caused, caused me to not be able to carry children. So there are so many things that I have dealt with in my life, but yet I had the ability to keep pushing forward and not allow it to let 
me get down on myself to the point where I was no longer able to manifest. So what's separating us between individuals who are accomplishing their goals and moving forward and those who don't is simply your belief level. You have got to get yourself to the point of digging beneath the surface enough to care enough to dig beneath the surface to change your belief level, to change it so that you can start manifesting, ladies, the things that you purpose, the things that you want in life. I am 100% sure that if you are not getting the results you want in your life or business right now at this very moment, it is because the belief level you had to get there is not in place. We can say we love ourselves all day long, and I believe that we do. But to what level? We can say that we believe that we can become a millionaire because we've had others who have started at ground zero and they have broken through the ceiling and they have done it. But we have to believe that for ourselves, not just from an example of someone else. We can get inspired from someone else and turn right back around and not believe it for our own selves. Okay? So it's that level of belief that's required So I want to say to all of you who have participated or not participated in the I Am Worthy Challenge is that I encourage you to do just that. I encourage you to participate in the I Am Worthy Challenge. I encourage you to get involved with a movement and where I am showing you how to manifest the things in your life that you have purpose to do. And I'm encouraging you to not just register for something and you're not going to participate in it, but I encourage you to participate every single day. So we're going to be having a reset. We're going to be uh, having a special uh, webinar that I am giving on I Am Worthy, and I am going to be sharing with you the components of this challenge that is reset every single month and why it is so very, very important. So what I'm trying to give to you is the gift of manifesting. I'm trying to help you to have so much further than an aha moment, but I'm trying to help you to have an aha life. I'm trying to help you to have an aha business. I'm trying to help you to recognize the supernatural power that you have lying within you. And for some of you, it's dormant because you don't know how to get it out. And that is what the I Am Worthy program is all about. So join me. When you see information coming to your text or to your email, don't take it lightly. Join me. Join me in a movement that I am creating to help all women to understand the power of manifestation. At this time, what I want to do is I want to go ahead and I'm going to read to you from Living With Purpose, by Dr. Miles Monroe. And for those of you that did get a copy for yourself, I'm reading off of page 119 from Thought to Action. He starts off with a scripture from Matthew 17, 20. And it reads, he replied, I tell you the truth. If you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there. And it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. And again, that's Matthew 17, 20. A thought is a silent word, the author says. So a word is an exposed thought. I love that. 
Everything in life starts in the thought form. It is a thought first. After it's said, it's no longer a thought. It becomes a word. The next step is an idea. An idea is the concept of the thought. It has moved into reality. Ideas are potentials, the author says. The third level of operation is what I call imagination. Imagination changes an idea into a plan. If you have an idea, it can come and go. You have many ideas in a day, he says, what to cook, what to wear, what to do. You may decide the night before what you are going to wear in the morning and then wake up with a different idea. Ideas change. But if an idea develops into an imagination, it means the idea has become a plan. It is still not written or drawn, but it is in your imagination is therefore a plan that is not documented. It is a visual display of your thoughts and ideas. He says Ephesians 3.20 challenges us to believe in God, believe God is able and willing to do exceedingly, abundantly above all things that we ask or think. He dares us to use our imagination. If you want to be successful in life, take your ideas and turn them into imagination. Then take imagination and duplicate it physically. Put it down. Let it become a plan of action. Hmm, does that sound familiar to y'all? He goes on to say, many people never get beyond the idea stage. That's sad. They are usually followers. The people who get to the imagination stage often talk a lot, but they do nothing. They are dreamers. But when a man or woman takes his imagination and puts it on paper, you are looking at a visionary who is becoming a missionary. Visionaries see great things in their minds. Many visionaries are in the graveyard. They had visions, but their visions never made it to the mission. When a visionary becomes a missionary, you have a man or woman who is going to change the world. So, ladies, right here, he goes through really the stages of what what happens when you just have a thought. And he goes through the stages of the thought and the thought transitioning into an idea and the idea transitioning itself into a vision. And then the vision being put into action and becoming a mission. And there's another step because the mission, becoming a missionary, a person who's on that mission, you've gone through all those stages, then you have to take swift and immediate action, and you have to have the right kind of belief to keep moving it. I just read from the book Living with Purpose, okay, and such a powerful, powerful really powerful uh, part of the book, From Thought to Action. I tell you the truth, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible to you. I think this is a very important time frame in our lives. And as I just read from Living with Purpose, and you guys heard just how wonderfully he, he wrote that, Dr. Miles Monroe, he he just put it right plainly, right? I want you to understand. I want you to know that you were wonderfully made. You are a spiritual being living in a human body. 
I want you to understand the powers that you possess to be successful. And the only thing that really holds you back from within is you. And why it's so important for you to reach a level of understanding of who you are spiritually as well as who you are physically as a human being. So very important. And so, again, I am just in awe of all that we have available to us in this life. And I am in awe every time I manifest something, every time I'm able to bring a thought out of my mind and transfer it to paper and take action on it and then become, as Dr. Miles Monroe says, a missionary, a woman on a mission, a woman who is the queen of her own empire. And that's what I desire to show every woman who doesn't get it yet, who doesn't know that she has this same power. So we don't have to worry about you, you know, um, what someone has next door. We don't have to keep up with the Joneses because in every single one of us is the ability to be our own Jones, is the ability to make things happen. With that said, I am going to go right into our topic today as I put closure to clarity and consistency, our theme for the month. Our topic today is going to be on it's time to boss up. Again, it's time to boss up. What does bossing up really mean? Well, bossing up is the same word that's kind of, uh, the same word as up level, it, uh, but, but bossing up really means re- taking responsibility. It means that it's time to take responsibility. It's time for me to stop saying what I'm going to do. It's time for me to stop um, shuffling papers and doing the same thing over and over again with the same stack of papers, but they've been on my desk for six months and nothing is happening. It's time for me to stop looking at all of the websites of other people and wishing that my business would be like that, and instead of wishing, start doing and taking action and moving forward to make those things happen. It's time. It's time for us as women to boss it up. It's time. And it's time for us to stop saying what we're going to do. Because here we are moving towards the halfway point of 2022, and what happened last year, the year before, the year before that, we don't want those same things to keep happening this year. So it is time to boss up. It is time to um, unveil the cover of beneath our lives so that we can really look at what's going on with us. We need to stop looking at the outside and start looking at the inside of us. What is going on with us? What's happening with the habits that we have that could be working against what the very things that we want? What's happening with our beliefs? What's happening with our ability to manage our time effectively? What's happening with our abilities, right? Our abilities to uh, organize and transfer our visions out of our head. What's going on there? Why aren't we able to do that? Why aren't we able to maintain a level of consistency? Why are we unable to delegate some of our tasks to others who can help us shorten our learning curves and move our task along further and faster? Why is it that we have a problem with that? We as women are powerful beings 
but we can only work the power when we have recognized who we are and our ability to utilize the power, okay? Very, very important. So what are some of the things that we need to be doing to boss up as CEOs? I would say the first thing, as you get clarity and and focus on it, is that if you don't have a CEO position description, that's the first problem right there because you don't know who's bossing you. You have to become your own boss. You have to be the one to get clear on what it is that you're doing, and you have to be the one to write a position description for yourself that keeps you focused on your goals, that helps you to be a better leader. You're the one that has to do that. So let's start right there. And let's start with understanding that your business vision has to be developed as much as your personal vision. And that a vision is basically just experiences that you want to have and that when you transfer them out of your mind onto paper, that allows you to start manifesting and bringing those thoughts into reality and making them so. Okay? So when you're talking about bossing up, let's start there with the position description. Have you written one? Yes or no? There's no in-between. Um, I've got a few thoughts on paper. Yes or no? Okay. The other thing that I think is very, very key in bossing up, right, is you've got to learn how to build a power team of individuals. A power team is a group of professionals that are not necessarily full-time employees or even part-time. They are contractors who probably own their own business but can help you with some area of business so that you can, again, shorten that learning curve and 10x your business. For some people, a power team might look like this, an attorney, a bookkeeper, a graphic designer, web designer, a business coach, um, a writer, someone who can write their content, a, a book cover designer, someone who specifically works with book covers to really make you look good, a photographer. So you might decide to have these people in your power team, and that word power team is for you. It's not meant for you to go out and start bragging and saying, hey, I'm going to add you to my power team. You you know, say congratulations to yourself. You're now on my power team. It's not for that. The power work power team is for you. It's a reminder that you have the power and the ability to leverage the talent and potential of others. And remember, I didn't say use somebody. I didn't say abuse somebody. I said to leverage. Okay? That means with respect, you have been given permission by that person to take use of their services, to leverage the talent and potential of others. And, and that is so very, very important. You've got to learn how to make that happen. So number one, again, was position description as CEO. Number two was, you know, create that power team, right? And number three, of course, is, again, learning to leverage the talent and potential of others. You've got to know how to do that. A great leader knows how to do that. Okay? The third thing that allows us to boss up, and I think sometimes we think that only volunteers work for nonprofit organizations, but that's not true. There are many people who would volunteer for your, your company if you would allow them to. But you have to have your system in place. So, you know, a lot of the times volunteers in the private sector when it's for profit, 
can be confused with interns. You know, um, young people graduating from college, they, they're looking for uh, experience and they want to get some experience behind them and so they may have an internship. But most internships do come with some type of monetary stipend. Whereas when someone volunteers, it's not necessarily someone who's coming out of college. It's someone that has great experience, but maybe they just ventured off on their own and starting a business and as, um, would like to build their portfolio. And so, therefore, they don't mind volunteering some of their professional time and hours to your company as long as you're willing to give them a glowing um, you know, a glowing recommendation and uh, maybe a video testimonial to their to, to their work. You know, they may be interested in volunteering and donating a certain number of hours to you, but you've got to have the system in place. You've got to have a, a description of the exact thing that you want them to do, right? And it needs to be a short time frame, not a long, drawn-out time frame. You're not trying to abuse the volunteer by making them a full-time employee. So it needs to be a short a short time, like maybe over a period of, of two weeks or over a period of 30 days, right? And it needs to be a specific task, whatever that might be, whether it's some research information for a book that you're trying to write or whether it is, uh, let's say, a photographer who is volunteering hours, then you need to know exactly what type of photos you need, where you want to take them, and you need to be ready to, to go with it, right? And so, again, there are many things that you can do to develop your power team and to make it work. So another thing that I think is key, we've talked about um, a position description for yourself as CEO so that you answer that question, who's bossing me, right? And then, okay, we've talked about that. We've talked about taking the vision out of your head. We've talked about all of that. We've talked about leveraging um, the talent and potential of others. So now let's go to number four. Number four is setting your business foundation. To boss up, it means that you've got to be willing to go back and make sure that the foundation of your business is set properly. Does it need to be incorporated? Do you need a tax EIN? Are you building it? Are you even building a business credit profile? You know, um, do you, have you ever had a, a logo done? Did you even trademark the name of your business to protect yourself? Do you have a local city business license? Have you filed taxes? You know, do have you set a bookkeeping system? All of that is a part of your foundation. Set that foundation properly, right? Is your website really where it's supposed to be? It's your international headquarters for your company. Is it what it's supposed to look like? right? So all of these are things that should be happening within setting the foundation for your business, and that is so very, very key. And you've got to make sure that the foundation is set, right? Very, very important. And then in bossing up, you have got to turn and look at the mirror and you've got to ask yourself, do I have the skills required to be the boss, the CEO for this particular industry that I am in? And if not, do I even know what those skills are? What am I supposed to, what skills should I have being a leader of this company of, uh, and that in this industry? What, what skills do I actually need? Because you got to know how to boss up. Because bossing up means that you're ready to step up to the point the CEO that your business needs you 
to be. That's what it means. And it's time for you to do that. So come on, ladies. It's time to boss up. It's time to take off your shoes of fear, put on your shoes of courage, and step far beyond your comfort zone, for therein lies your success. The millions are already there. They're already laid up in store and treasure for you, but you must go and you must claim them. Put your big girl panties on. It's time to boss up. Have a beautiful, beautiful holiday, and I will see you guys on next Monday. Take care.